for. And welcome back to another episode of True Side Talks. It's your boy, Jeremy Long, sitting across from the awesome and cool and, and, and powerful Caden wow. Alvin, the one and the only, my bestest motherfucking little slime ball from the slime pit. Grease ball. Grease ball. Uh, old Lucas, the big whip wood, he's out of commission today. We had to put him on the charger. Get them all charged up. He's in the other room. Yeah. Just sitting on the wall. Sitting on the wall, just like a Tesla. You know, it's like those Tesla chargers. Yeah. He, he just, you know, I have one on the wall. It's the big whip charger. Uh-huh. You, you just, just gotta, plug them in. You gotta plug them in. You gotta feed them some, some so gushers and some he'll fruit be ready roll-ups. In an hour, so. Yeah, it's okay. Uh-huh. But, anyways, uh, this episode is brought to you by Laird Superfood. Laird Superfood is founded by Laird Hamilton, the, the pro surfer. And all-around badass of a human being. Uh, his uh, products include things like performance mushrooms, uh, coffee, creamers, and shit like that. I love the performance mushrooms. It's four different types of mushrooms uh, blended into nice powder that you can put into your favorite budget uh, beverage. Uh, that means cardiset mushrooms, chaga, lion's mane, and maitake to pro- provide you some nice cognitive function and energy throughout the day and as well as your workouts. So if you want to go check out their website and get 20% off your first purchase on Laird.com, LairdSuperfood.com, go ahead and use the TrueSite20 promo code at checkout and you'll get that 20% off, baby. Get that shit. Live healthy, dude. That's I'll just try do. it. You sold it to me. Well, dude, I will fucking send you a box of shit for free. How really? about that? Would you like that? If I give you the True Sight 20 code, do you give me money? Nah. Okay. I'll give you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, also on top of that, uh, we have a Patreon account. Uh, just go into the web browser, type in True Sight Network uh, slash. Oh, no, patreon.com slash True Sight Network. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon account. Uh, receive some of these benefits of being a patron. Uh, you'll get uh, access to promo codes, pre-sales, t-shirts, mugs, anything else we could think of sending you. We might send you Caden. He might come over give you a hug. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and subscribe. We would love it. We're, we're struggling. We're little artist boys over here just trying to make a difference in this world. So help us out, and we'll help you out. Uh, anyways, so, yeah, those are the fucking announcements. Yeah. What'd you think of those, Caden? Do you like those? I like those a lot. Like I said, I'm gonna try some of that mushroom part powder. I'm gonna throw it on my stroganoff. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, you probably could. It it might enhance the flavor of stroganoff. Stroganoff tastes like ass. I like stroganoff. Why? There's mushrooms in stroganoff. Hamburger helper stroganoff or like real stroganoff? I like hamburger. Just the name stroganoff turns me away. Stroganoff. I'm gonna stroganoff you tonight. That's what it makes me feel. It's nasty. You know how it makes me feel when you say that? It's just gunk. Uncomfortable. Well, it makes me feel uncomfortable when I eat it. So. (laughs) Is stroganoff Italian? I don't know. Because Italians make the best food. I don't think it's. I'm pretty sure. In my professional opinion. I'm I'm pretty sure it's German or Russian. Pretty sure. Well, in that case, stroganoff. Jamie, sucks. look that up. <laughs> I wish I had a Jamie around. Dude, Let's look it up. Fucking have Ryan do it sometime. Just have him sit at the end of the table over here and just look shit up at the point of your finger. <laughs> Ryan, look that shit up. 
Where did it originate? Stroganoff? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Let's see. Russia. I was right. You Boom. asshole. <laughs> I mean, it's in the name. Strog- Stroganoff. Like, you can hear the Russian, like, permeate from that name. Stroganoff. That's like, uh... Ukraine is the boy of Stroganoff. Tom Segura talking about how somebody thought his last name was Japanese. And he was like, Segura. <laughs> it's like, of course it's Russian if you say it Russian. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, no, dude, like, it just sounds Russian. It's always sounded Russian to me. It just sounds like a nice hearty meal you'd have in the fucking cold winters when you're worried. Like Transylvania? No, no, fucking Moscow. Transylvania's in Russia, right? I want to live in Transylvania. Have you seen the castles and shit there? It would be cool as fuck. I, I think it would be really cool. No, literally, that's one of my dreams. Like, fuck all this music and art shit. <laughs> you're just gonna move to Transylvania? <laughs> calling is to become a vampire, dude. Okay, listen. Okay. I've known since a very young age that I'm a vampire at heart. At heart? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just go, you know, like the Austin vampire community. Why don't you just go down there? Why, why move to Transylvania? Yeah, but why move to Transylvania? Why not go all the way? Uh, I don't I know want, if I can I want to go to Transylvania and I want to buy a million dollar castle and I want to walk around in a cape and fucking drink red wine and have balls. I want to have balls. Balls <laughs> like, to do what? Like <laughs> balls. I want. It takes balls to become a vampire. It, it does. In this day and age, everybody looks down on you. <laughs> they they spit on you, and they call you a fucking yeah, a blood you know boy. Know people like that? Huh? I bite their neck, and I drain them of all their fluids. I, I thought only vampires drink blood. You said all their fluids. Well, I mean, like, I drink their blood and then I, I don't know, dessert. Oh, okay. A little cherry on top. That's okay. Uh, but actually, Transylvania's in Romania. Fuck you, dude. You just proved me wrong on all this shit. <laughs> you know, I really just... Stroke it off Italian. No. Transylvania's in Russia. <laughs> you know what? That's the reason I brought you on is because, like, you know... Because I'm stupid? No, no, you're one of my homies, and I can sit here and belittle you the whole time, and you won't come back to kill me. You know what? I might just go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. How do you know I won't kill you? Maybe I'm plotting shit this whole time. Dude, if you do it, I won't even be mad. Because you'll be dead. (laughs) I'm going to drink your blood. So you are a vampire. That's what I've been saying this whole time. So what you're telling me right now is you're a vampire. Yes. Are you a psychic vampire? Mm -mm. No, you're a real one. Like turn into a bat and shit. Let's see it right now, right on the podcast. I can't do it during the day. Well, aren't you supposed to sparkle and shiver into a pile of dust? No, that's just a myth. Oh. Yeah. So like vampires can go to the store too. Mm Mm-hmm. I see vampires all the time. There's actually somebody I work with. Who got his teeth fucking filed no down. shit. Yeah, and I asked him, I was like, yo, you know, just being an asshole, I was like, yo, did, were you born with those? <laughs> Is that part of the package? And um, I don't remember what he told me. He basically left it very vague, trying to like, you know. Put some mysticism on it? Yeah, be like, make me think that he's actually a vampire. Jesus. And then he doesn't want me to know. But I know. I wonder why people do that, though. What? Like, 
those dudes who do like the fucking you know how they do like the horn implants like yeah. in their skin like dude it's actually fuck? funny you say that because his wife no she wears don't. a like triboli with horns coming out <laughs> yeah dude so I mean like to each their own and what the what you want to do and whatever makes you feel good but I'm always just like man that just like I don't know if I could go full in on that you know and, like you're 50 and you have fucking horns and shit like what you go see your grandkids and like their tongue split ah dude that was like so painful believe it or not you remember reading this yeah 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 there was one where it was like a guy got a bunch of implants all over him to make him like scaly like bumpy like a lizard and he got his tongue split and he has like gauges in his nostrils and shit it just makes you wonder like you know, like, people get piercings and shit and tattoos, and that's, like, very, like, you know, kind of simmered down type of things like that, like, cosmetic, like, shit. But, like, yeah. you put a fucking horn on your head or, like, or some crazy shit like that, like, I wonder how they feel, like, I don't know, 20 years down the road. They're, like, what if, like, I, I wonder how they could even reverse that type or of thing. Or, like, the next day they wake up and they're, like, oh, fuck, shit. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> I don't know though. To each their own. I mean, like whatever makes you happy, do that, man. Like I ain't, I ain't here. You know what made me happy is getting a tattoo in only a place that my significant other would see. Like you, slippery when wet. Oh my god. You got that? Huh? Did you say you got that? Maybe. I guess I'm not your significant <laughs> other. I guess that rules me out. <laughs> There's only one person in the world who will see it. So. Sorry. It's okay to take off your pants, dude. This is true. I do it frequently. Every to, night. To put on other pants. Yeah. And also to get in the wet box and clean myself. <laughs> oh, the wet box. What a great place to be. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so me and Caden had a fun fun day on Saturday. Ain't that right, K-Dot? We did. Yeah. yeah. Fucking... <laughs> We okay, first, ate, well, oh, I wouldn't even say we ate good in the neighborhood. Mm, like we, we, we. I probably could have cooked a better burger. Myself. We got belittled in the neighborhood. We got jumped in the neighborhood. We we sat down at our table and immediately, um, the waitress was just putting us down and insulting us. Yeah, it was not good. It's happened twice now, and this was the second time. Second time. I don't know what it is. Maybe we're just. Maybe we just look. Like, we can be, be We just little. look like we, we I don't know. Because she's not, it doesn't seem like she's joking. <laughs> she's saying it in a joking <laughs> way. So, okay, to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, she took Jeremy's ID because he ordered a the beer. The first time. Yeah. And uh, she said he looked like a pedophile. Which is fucked up. I just yeah, look like Pablo. Like, I, look, whether, I look like Pablo Escobar, dude. we look like we could take a joke or not. Like, you don't say that to a stranger. Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't look like a pedophile. I really don't. took I really took that to heart, man. It really. I hurt mean, me. you don't, but like, I don't know. It's just weird to me how like people can be so confident like that. Yeah. And just like assume based off how we look that we can like take a joke or can, or like yeah. or whatever you know. Just like it's one of those things. It makes me wonder like, as far as like working uh, like customer service and shit, like you know, you just don't do that. You just don't. I don't think that's very. <coughs> I want. I don't want to say professional, but like I mean, yeah, professional, well, not like courteous or like, respectful. Respectful. It's like, dude, come on, man. Like you mm-hmm. don't do that to people. Like, 
It yeah. I don't know. It it's beyond me. I'm. I guess that's what you get when you go to Applebee's, man. I oh, and sh- then uh, the like some other lady came out, not our waitress, and she gave us burgers. And then they came out a few minutes later, and they were like, "Yo, we gave you the wrong burgers. That was for a different table." And um, the waitress called us numbskulls. Numbskulls. Yeah. That's like just a blatant insult. I don't and find being called a numbskull funny. No. I don't either. I mean, unless it's like a joking situation, but it wasn't. It was like, we gave you your, the wrong food. You guys are numb. You're, you're dumb. <laughs> you're like, dumb for eating the other person's food. Yeah, it's like, what <laughs> like, the fuck? They didn't even like apologize mm, to us or anything. She nah, literally man. just called us a name and walked away. Yeah. Then I asked what the price of a refill on the drink that I was drinking was, which was like a strawberry smooth, mm. like with Bacardi in it. It was yummy. And I wanted another one, and... I asked how much a refill was, and she just like, walked away. Walked away and never came back. <laughs> she didn't. She was like, "What are you drinking?" And I was like, uh, "This strawberry thing." And she's like, "Okay," and walked away. Just nothing. Nothing. Yeah. nothing. It's okay. I mean, you know what, man? Fuck Applebee's. Fuck Applebee's. They don't get my money. You know. Well, they did. Well, they don't. They ain't gonna get it no more. I, I have a feeling we'll come back. Probably. <laughs> It's no. quick and convenient because it's so close. Yeah, but if I had a choice, I'd rather go to, like, fucking, like, I don't know, fucking Canton Palace or some shit. At least they treat that you place with is dignity good. and respect. Respect it. <laughs> respect on the name. Yeah. So that was our big Saturday adventure. It's Wednesday now, <clears throat> but yeah. anyhow. Fucking, you been working on anything cool? Any uh, any cool music shit? Yeah. Fauna shit? Um, so, the last time I was on, I mentioned how my album would be out on May 14th. You as you liar. know, it's fucking June and not out. It's, so. it's actually, it's like four days, it's a month and like four days past due. <laughs> You're fucking late. Christ, dude. I'm, I'm going to send up. you a fucking subpoena in the I mail. Fucked up. A You're subpoena. going to court. Shit. <laughs> You're gonna litigate me because I didn't put out a solo project. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I don't That's agree. Fair. I. But yeah. Anyway, like. <laughs> yeah. So I am almost finished with it, and it will be coming out. I'm not just saying that. I will put it out. And then also, um, whatever you know, regardless of whatever project I'm working on, like as my main focus, I'm always writing other shit. That I can, you know, put into a different project. Um, but yeah, I've been writing a, a lot of new stuff, more guitar-centric stuff lately. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I am excited to start recording those songs, but I'll probably do that after I put out this album. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on music-wise lately. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't really have many other projects that I work on. I just go to work, and that's it. That's all I do with my day. I go to work. That's making a lot of noise. Anyway. (laughs) Nah, it's okay, man. I mean, that's one thing I feel like people, 
need to realize is like when talking about art, you can't really put it like a timestamp on it and really just be like, oh yeah, it's gonna be out this. I mean, you do. Well, for me, it was like a like, motivation thing. It was right. like, okay, so I'm gonna like set this goal, like I want it out on this day, and uh, I kind of hoped that that would help motivate me to actually do it, finish and, it. Yeah. And it did for a while. I finished a lot of it based off of that, but I still have a whole lot of other shit happening, and uh, it, it, it's kind of tough to balance everything. Well, this is like finding that work, that work and life balance thing, man. It's it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Um, it's like a lot of people uh, talk about like finding the perfect work and balance, and or work and life balance. And you know, you you can find it like. I found it kind of like my job like allows me to fucking I get off at like one every day mm-hmm. so I like know that I'm gonna have X amount of time to do shit and like it's a good balance and I, and I make just enough money to pay my bills and be kind of good you yeah. know um, not really be able to save anything but like I'm there like I like I'm I break even so it's like it's it's a good balance for me because then I'm like you know what like yeah, I won't be able to, like, fucking go out to eat or whatever, but, like, at least my bills are paid, and, like, I can still, like, get off at one and, like, go yeah, home yeah. and do shit. There, um, was, there was a point a couple weeks ago where I think I didn't, I was, like, down to my last hundred dollars. That shit is so stressful. I do it every <laughs> week, brother. <laughs> well, usually I have, like, shit saved up, but I didn't even have, I didn't have anything in my bank account, and I had a hundred dollars cash i was going into the week with a hundred dollars cash isn't it, that it was uh very stressful i got through it obviously yeah um but uh yeah it's it's tough trying to make ends meet with a part-time job and i don't even pay like a lot of bills or anything really but yeah yeah fucking I'm there, dude. I, I, I see it, too. I freak the fuck out all the time about money. But I think, like, after I tripped psychedelics, I finally found, like, this thing of, like, I don't really fucking care about money anymore. <laughs> like, I still, like, stress about it because, like, you kind of have to. But yeah, now I'm just, like, it comes, it goes. It's whatever. I'll make more. Or I'll yeah. figure it out or, you know, whatever, something like that. But I don't know. It's definitely... This economy is hard to live in nowadays. Well, like, Colorado is <clears throat> just expensive in general to live yeah. here. So. Yeah. It's a desirable place, man. It's I'm a- hoping at some point, well, and for good reasons, it's a desirable place for good reason. But, right. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hoping that at some point I'll be able to do music as my job, you know? So, like, I... Um, like fucking Kenny Beats, dude. Like, I wonder what his life is like. Like fucking. Yeah, he just like makes beats and sells it. them to rappers. That's all he does. And he makes hella money. Like yeah, that, I'm sure. Like that sounds like a fucking killer gig. Like, I'd love to do that. I mean, not like rap, but like I would just love to be able to just do what we're doing and make money off well, of that's it. That's what I'm and saying. Like, I want to like I want to get to the point where I can either like put out an album and I'll be able to live the next couple months, you know, from whatever I make. Right. Um, you know, from streaming and, you know, physical copies or touring or whatever. 
Um, but also, I think it'd be cool to become like a session musician where like other artists can call on me to come, you know, play guitar, play drums, or whatever. Yeah, for whatever they need, yeah. Yeah, in the studio for their album. I think that'd be really cool. That's, I mean, you kind of do that right now, but obviously, you're not like yeah. getting paid for it. But yeah. like, you kind of, you I, are kind of our guy, you know. I like, want to be like, a, I mean, that's why I keep learning new instruments, is because I want to be kind of like an everyman, you know, like. Uh, jack I just, of all trades. Yeah. And. Hopefully I can master <laughs> some of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, just from when I met you till now, like, your fucking guitar skills have, like... Like, from when I first met you, just, like, listening to you play, I was like, oh, man, he's really good. But now you're, like, really, really good. You're really That's fucking awesome. good, man. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I've seen... Well, no, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I've seen, like, huge progression in just how you play and do shit. I mean, you've always been really good at making beats and shit, but, like, even that... Like, your first beats that you used to show us were, like, it was, like, that Jay-Z fucking video, like, <laughs> you know, like, the fucking, what's that dude's name, uh, his producer's oh, name. Oh, Timbaland. Uh, yeah, yeah, Timbaland. Like, Timbaland and Jay-Z. <laughs> uh, no, man, it was kind of yeah. like that thing. I mean, they weren't, I, okay. they weren't as bad as the meme beat, like, yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. They were really good. But, like, even now, like, the beat you showed me the other day, I was like, holy fuck, man, this shit's tight as fuck, and every beat you make slaps. Every guitar riff you do, slaps. Like, <laughs> you're, you. you're, dude, the fact that, like, you could get a drum set and just pick up drumming that quick and just fucking kill it, it's impressive. It really is. Like, I appreciate that. You're just a fucking, you're a music man, man. And I know you know <laughs> I, that. I kind of feel like it's just, like, literally the reason why I'm on this planet is to make music and to, you know, just be a consumer of music and absorb it. And yeah. Just, that's literally why I'm here. Well, dude, you, I know you do this, but I'm sure you just hear things so much, not differently, but like you have the ear for music. Like I, I've thought about that a little bit and it's hard to talk about it without coming across as like egotistical right? or like I'm better than other people. No, man, I mean, no. but I know what you mean. And I, I kind of, I kind of feel the same way. Like through my solo project that's kind of one of my goals is like when people listen to it i want them to like pick out pieces that they hadn't i don't know maybe considered in other types of music before mm-hmm. you know like i want people to hear the music the way that i hear music i don't know how different it is from anybody but like um, i mean i think everyone takes it different you know i mean like even in that case like i might hear something that you might not hear but we could hear the same thing. Well, and I'm the one who's working on it. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm spending a hell of a lot of time with a track, and, like, I get very used to it. So I kind of... Um, <clears throat> I'm sure that other people, like, when I first show them a song, you know, they got, that they got like, a clean palette, and they don't know what they're going into. Yeah. So they probably hear, you know, my music differently than I do. Right. Um, when did you even start like making beats and shit? Like, like when? So, when did you just start getting into music? That I've actually never talked to you about that. Like, I, um, I, I mean, I've been really good close friends with you for a long time, but like, I've never actually asked you. Well, it was before we ever met. Right. I wasn't ever really making music like seriously. When I was little, um, I actually the first type of music I ever made was rap, and at the time I liked Will Smith a lot. <laughs> so it's a, uh, um, it's very, I don't know if vanilla is the right word. It's just like super clean. Yeah, not like hard. Like not yeah, like you're listening to Maxo Cream or something. Yeah, shit. it was like, like literally like I think it was two thousand. I have all the 
songs. I hip, haven't showed you pop, them, but the like hip, I have the them hippie all. to the hip hop, hop they don't stop. Yeah. Like shit like that or what? Like, yeah, it's it's just pretty like straightforward. Like I used fucking garage band loops, you know, <laughs> the default shit. And um but like the interest was there and the you know, I I don't I think the passion kind kind of built up over time. Uh like I wasn't just born with a passion for right. music, but uh you know, growing up listening to the music that my dad played had a huge influence on what I listen to now. Now has has he always been a pretty big musician or um yeah, he played in um a band in I think college. Oh shit. Like it was it was never like uh I don't know if the purpose of it was ever to like make it big or anything. Right. Yeah, like he, he played in a band. Um yeah, he's always played guitar. He has like three or four guitars, I think. Um, so I remember watching him play that, you know, growing up. There's pictures of him playing to me when I was like a baby, you oh, know. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, but like I, I guess I started. So they, my parents, for one of my birthdays when I was little, bought me an iPod Shuffle, and uh, dude, those shuffles were the shit. Yeah. Well, there wasn't any distractions with it. It was mm-hmm. just music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was when I really started paying attention to music, you know, because um, I could listen to what I wanted to listen to since I had, you know, this new little device. And then I started making, you know, those rap songs. I think that was around, like, 2011, maybe, when I was starting to do that. Um, and then from there, I've just been fucking around with garage band mostly right like literally for like nine years and uh like like rip of the bong shit yeah like people that's why people like i've i have i don't think i've ever really gotten the reaction when i told somebody that i use garage band you know i've heard like lucas has told people that that's what i use and they're like that's crazy Mm -hmm. like i've never i've never got that reaction but uh well, I, that's, I mean, like, the one people thing are I, surprised about it because it's like, it's such a, it's almost like a primitive, like, it's, yeah, it's like totally beginner, yeah, um, software. Cause it's and, like, but what, like, what's I the next leg up? So long, what's I the next leg up? Like Logic and then Ableton? Or like Logic, Pro well, Tools, Ableton? Logic is like on the same, um, it's like on the same level as Ableton. Oh, gotcha. It's just, um, it's basically like, Fucking people who like producers use logic. Fucking dubstep artists use logic. Like Yeah, well it's I can a, see, I can legit, see why like people use fucking logic for yeah, dubstep. They have a platform. lot of EDM plugs and shit like that and yeah, EDM. You can really chords. like fine tune uh synthesizers and bass. That's and, what I like and about it. Software instruments. Yeah. That's what I like about it. It's like there's it can a lot be kind of, of overwhelming though for people like if they just that just Think one day I want to start getting into music. Yeah, and like, well, and that was that's what happened to me at first. I was like, I don't well, know. Well, because it's literally a professional software. Yeah. So like, but that's, it, they have everything in there that you would ever need. Yeah. And so like, you kind of don't know where to start. But well, me going from GarageBand to that, that's why I picked it up quick. Is yeah. Because I, it's literally yeah. the same format. They just have more shit. Right. <laughs> like, when that's the one thing I did like about starting off with it is like, you're. It's literally like not like. You say you're skiing down a mountain or whatever, and you like you know like if you're a beginning skier, you should probably take like the bunny hill or some shit like that. And like for this, it's like you're going down a double black diamond for your first run ever, and you just put on skis. That's how that's, I felt that, like. That's how Ableton was for me because I bought an um, Akai APC twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and uh, um, it came with like a uh, I guess trial a trial kind of version of Ableton. It was just really hard to figure out. I could probably do it now if I really wanted to. Right. Um, but I was younger when I tried it, and uh, I don't know. I'm just. It kind of goes this way for like cell phones, like I'm. An iPhone guy, like iPhones, just work for me, and I yeah. understand them the best. And it goes, uh, that goes for um, like Logic and like yeah. GarageBand and shit. Like Ableton isn't an Apple product; it's like an Android product. Yeah, so it's like a completely different format, and um, so Logic was just the easiest for me to understand. Yeah, no, I fucking Logic's cool as fuck, though. I it is. I've definitely it's, found like a weird niche with it, where it's like I tried using GarageBand. And it's the same format, you know, like, I, I it's like... It's limiting, though. Yeah. I, like, because I downloaded it because I was like, eh, maybe GarageBand's easier. Because I was getting, like, one day I was having a really hard time cutting this fucking, like, this beat. And I was like, man, this shit's fucking pissing me off. So I, like, I was like, well, maybe GarageBand would be easier for it. So, like, I pulled up GarageBand and I was, like, trying to do the same thing. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing because I don't, like, I don't know how to... Do well, I'm, I same. can imagine going from Logic to Garage. Yeah, it was like, like all the shit. That yeah, I was no, using. exactly. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, and so I like yeah. I deleted it, and I was like, what the fuck? What was I doing? So yeah. I went back to Logic and finished the beat, and I was like, oh, dude, like, it's like ah, I'm never going back to that shit. That was a big thing for me. Well, and I think that's kind of why people, so I've heard, are impressed by the fact that I've made some stuff that I've made um, on GarageBand. Yeah because it's very limiting but since I'd been doing it for so long I figured out all these like loopholes where I could figure out how to do stuff that right. I wanted to do it was a lot harder and it took a lot more time to do certain things it almost makes it cooler you know in a weird way yeah um logic is just is so much easier to work with it is uh and if there's anybody out there who hasn't who, who's thinking about using a music software I say logic is one of the coolest ones I've used yeah, I haven't tried Ableton yet, but like, like I said, just the out, like the layout of it p- puts me off. Yeah, I don't like it. Either. It just it looks like a '90s fucking like shit computer software. <laughs> like I just the all the colors like for mm-hmm. some reason my eyes go ugh. Like that's not what mm, I don't want to use that. Like yeah, I don't know. I just, that's why I I think Logic is just so straightforward, at least for me, and that's why I choose to use Logic. Logic plug. I'll probably keep, yeah, <laughs> I'll probably keep using it. Yeah. I don't see myself changing. I might try, like, Pro Tools or something in the See, future, I thought about trying Pro Tools. Or um, even Analog. I'd love to start recording on what's tape. An- what's, oh, oh, yeah, like, actual. I was like, what the fuck is Analog? But the thing about that is I don't have any synths. Like, yeah. I don't have any keyboards. Yeah. Um, I don't, I hardly have any guitar pedals. Yeah, it's just, for right now... <laughs> With my um, lack of instruments, um, it just works best for me because I can kind of manipulate sounds that I put in there however I want. Right. No, man, I, I, I totally get that shit. Yeah. I wish I had more. Like, I wish I had an actual synth that I could, like, fuck around with. Uh, I think that would be kind of fun too. to have. Like a classic one. Yeah. Like 80s, 90s. It'd be cool to have like a fucking Korg or some shit just mm-hmm. to have. Like I said, that fucking MPC, that Korg MPC is like one of the coolest pieces of equipment I have. Like, and I mean, I don't technically own it, but like I figured out how to use it. Yeah. Like how to like power it up and shit. It's so fucking cool, dude. Like, That's awesome. It's just cool to have like one of those classic 
you know, like, NPCs. Like, it's an early one. I think it's from, like, 94 or 93 really? or some shit. Like, it's, like, it's a classic Korg, and it's, like, cool to have. Like, yeah, I'm sure. like, dude, it was at art for, like, five bucks. And oh, I was really? like, what the fuck, dude? Like, do you guys not know what this is? Dude, uh, you see shit like that at dark all the time. It's man. crazy, dude. I'm like, if I was working at the arc, I'd be snagging shit left yeah. and right, dude. Like, fucking... Me too, dude. Although, like, the furniture, they fucking price that shit. Like, I know. Realistic. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Like, I bought just, like, a table for my TV and my vinyl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was like... I know 30 bucks doesn't seem like a lot, but if but, you saw the table, you'd think it's a lot. <laughs> is it that that little one? Yeah, it's just like a little short, like, it's meant for, That was like, 30 videos. bucks? Yeah. But I figured, I mean, like, it works perfectly, and I'll have it for a long-ass time. So, yeah. like, might as well just fucking, you know. Yeah, it's not too bad. Spend 30 bucks on it, it's fine. It's weird, like, the pri- like, it's weird how, like, we as humans will, like, determine the value of shit like just just because you know it's like this fucking little dinky table i'd say is like if i if i had to sell it to somebody i'd be like like three bucks yeah or like five bucks for real but like i love that though like when shit's cheap but it gets the job done yeah i love i mean like me and that's like arc in general like buying clothes at arc it's like it does what I want it to do. Yeah, I yeah. like the way it looks. And, and it's two it's bucks. Fucking, yeah, yeah, it's two bucks. <laughs> right. like, well, that's like uh, me and Lucas are talking about because like, we're going to build a true sight table like for podcasting, like a legit. Oh, yeah. And we're like going to build. Yeah, the logo in the middle and like arms. Like we're going to just like put the arms in yeah, and yeah, have yeah. them like drilled in so it's like all nice and shit. Yeah. And it's like that's even cooler because then it's like ours, ours. Like we didn't like go and buy like you know, some fucking random ass table that sounds like shit like this. This works, you know, like yeah. it's doing what I needed to do. Holding on to like a set of beer down without <laughs> without the reverberating noise. Yes, yeah. I know. It's very annoying. Um, I would imagine that if we had a table we made, it wouldn't do shit like that. No. Uh, also, this mic just fucking picks up shit. Like the, the small, the, yeah, you can that was yeah, in the background. Like a dog in the, the background yeah. or whatever. It also sucks because I'm in an apartment, not in a studio. So it's, yeah. you know. Baby steps, yeah. <laughs> baby steps here, but uh, yeah, no, um, kind of going back to the to the, to the music thing, like where you started off. So like, after you started like really fucking around with beats, did you start like realizing like, oh shit, like I can like record and do what I need to do? Is that kind of mm-hmm. like the path you kind of took? Like, yeah. How did you get from that to fauna? Like, that's um, really, I think it was kind of like. I was just making music forever. Mm-hmm. I put out. I've don't know if I should say this because people might look up the Bandcamp, but uh, there's a project that I have out there. Um, you have an, a project that's just floating. Yeah, it's been out for like four years. Did you show it to me before? Mm-hmm. You haven't said. <laughs> I don't think I've shown it to anybody. Um, uh, yeah, it's been out for a long time though. Um, I just kind of realized that I could actually start writing songs, and um, there was one song, it'll be on um, the record that I'll be putting out, but um, there's one song where I was like, oh, like this is actually kind of good, and I think people could kind of dig this, mm-hmm. and from there it was like, well, I'm, I'm going to keep trying to like make shit in that vein, like kind of, uh, I don't know, keep working on my songwriting skills and try and like you know um make mu- make more music that fits with this 
and from there, I mean, I that was like maybe two or three years ago now that I made that. So that gives you an idea of how long I've been working on this album, and it's um, been a long process because it's not like I had a idea that I started with and right. I, like a concept um, at the beginning or anything like that. It was just kind of whenever I wanted to make a song, I would uh, just make a song and then like a lot of the time they wouldn't go together or anything but like so it's kind of like a collection of songs it's mm-hmm. not really like a cohesive album and all that's something i want to work on but uh yeah when i made that first song i just decided that i was gonna start you know trying to make more s- stuff like that and kind of perfect my songwriting and everything um the beat making kind of came after that um like I said, dude, you make some shit. <laughs> I feel like do, a lot of people dude, don't know that. <laughs> dude, you do some shit that I'm like, wow. You know, like, me using Logic, like, I'm literally that fucking Timbaland meme. Like, sometimes I sit <laughs> no, there and I go, I go, <laughs> I sit there, I sit there and fucking play a beat and I'm like, no, like fucking sitting there, dude. Like, so, real talk though. Like, sometimes I'm like, fuck, dude, I suck so bad, dude. You literally everything you made, nothing has ever sucked. Uh, I've been like from the very beginning. The first thing you ever showed me that you made, I was impressed. Mm. I was like, you literally just downloaded Logic and you're trying this shit for the first time. Like, yeah, I know. I appreciate that. I really do. Like. I think what really made the difference is, like, when I asked you, I was like, hey, how the fuck do you sample shit? I think that really, like, opened the door for, like, me musically, because I was like, I've always liked rap. Like, I've always been into rap. So well, it's also like, kind of a hard question to answer. Like, I kind of have to give you an ambiguous answer. Right. Like, this is there's what, so many ways well, you can it's like, this is that. what you could do, because basically you're like, this is what I do. Yeah. But then I've, I've found different ways to do it. Yeah. So we're like... Well, and I tried to do that on purpose, like... A big thing for me when I'm, like, helping people with, you know, writing or, I don't know, just doing anything musically with mm-hmm. somebody else, like, I want to make sure that their perspective is coming through in the music, and um, so when I showed you that, it was like, I kind of, I just wanted to, like, show you the most basic sampling like, yeah. that I could so you could build off of that right. on your own instead of me totally well, influencing you know, the, the way that you sample, you know? Right, and the odd thing about that is, is, like... I found myself sometimes where I'm trying to make a beat where I'm like, oh, no, this isn't the way that, like, Caden showed me, so I can't do this. Like, it's not going to work. And I do do, like, I do that. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, oh, I didn't do the fucking polytransform thing. Like, it's not going to work now. And, like, my beat's going to be all fucky and shit. Well, see, and then you could do the EX24 sample. Exactly. And that's what I've started doing. And, like, with that fucking NPC Mm -hmm. that I have, like, I just program all my shit to the pad and I'm sitting here doing do 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 like fucking doing yeah. shit with it and it's fucking see, cool see there's so many man. ways to yeah. do it oh yeah. dude it's you can have it to where you fucking you say something into the mic you can sample it and fucking play it at different pitches like a yeah. keyboard like it's cool so many ways to do like, it. I love logic for that I, I, mm-hmm. I, just like music software is such a big thing I, it makes you think like the guys doing it back in like the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, like where they actually had to physically chop, chop like samples. I'm trying to think, what's the. Is that Mellotron? Mellotron. It's, um. I feel like I might have the word wrong, but it's a keyboard that plays tape samples. It was, I think, invented in um, the 70s. Or maybe the 60s. Yeah, no, because it was on Strawberry F- Fields Forever. 
the beginning that oh yeah that's a mellow I think it's a mellotron I think that's what it's called but yeah it plays tape samples what I don't even know about that so it's literally like the EX24 sampler you know it's all digital Mm -hmm. but they were doing that shit but with tape with tape yeah imagine like fucking that shit up Mm -hmm. chopping it wrong you're gonna have to like start from scratch. Well, I'm sure that's how some people yeah. came up with some cool shit. Like, well, yeah, they I mean, it like, up they, and they were like, "Oh, that's oh, actually that's kind of cool." Yeah, yeah, right, right. Now, like watching that fucking Kenny Beats shit, it's like watching him make beats. Just like, cause I, I don't think I've, I haven't made a beat in fucking six months. Like, I still fuck. Like, I'll, like, I'll get stoned and like play on the piano and like come up with like cool chord progressions on like the synths and shit. But uh-huh. that's all I do. I don't record anything because like. I've been just trying to, like, musically, like, broaden my horizon, so I'm, like, coming up with different shit than just, like, making beats all the time. But my my soul, like, longs for good beats. Like, I just... I want to be able to, like, drive down the street and be like, this is the beat I made. This shit's fucking cool, man. Like, I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, we haven't put out any of our beat or my beats, or, like, the um, rap shit that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, you know, we don't need to get into all that, but like... It's not ready. <laughs> um, We're not ready for it. The world's not ready for it. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't ready for this shit, but uh... Yeah, like, I just... I think it's kind of funny, because... I know nobody outside of you guys... Well, now I'm fucking telling everybody, but like... Nobody knows that I also make beats. And like, I've done that shit because we don't but, put it out like I, bro, I have to listen to it sh- sometimes on my own when i'm driving around and bro like, i shop your shit around though i do yeah. like the beats that you've sent me just for like our like rap shit uh-huh. i've shopped it around to people like a lot of the people that me and lucas have worked with like with jane yeah i'm like yo check out my buddy caden's beats k-dot they're like, all right, all right. And so I put it on. They're like, damn, this shit's fucking cool. And I'm like, I know, man. <laughs> like, real talk, dude. Like, you could be selling that shit. Like, I'm serious. Like, that. I've thought about that. And you should. I, I think, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think I think it would be good if you just, like, you know, when on your free time, you're bored, you throw, throw together a pretty dope beat and you just sell it off. Because, I mean, like, rappers I, are always well, looking for that shit. the first one I ever made for King Kombucha. I made it in literally 15 minutes. And literally, I looked, I turned around and said, we got to do it to the tempo of Magnolia by Playboy Cardi because, like, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. wanted that tempo. I think it was, like, what was it, 185? Yeah, so, like, I, no, it was I, like I literally 162 I just sat there shit. with my metronome. You guys were playing yeah. the song Magnolia, and I sat there, and I just matched the metronome up, and then I just put my headphones on and yeah, made a and beat. Made that. And I was like, dude, that's impressive. And, like, it's literally, like, watching that Kenny Beats thing and then just thinking about you, I'm like, dude, Caden can do the same shit. It's like you could be selling beats to rappers and going like, yo, I can make you 10 beats, you pick what you want, and then send me a flat rate or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, like, let's say 100 bucks for a beat. That's A lot of rappers who have money would do that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you could even broaden your horizons to pop, too. I mean, you think about, like, all the beats that they use. It's all rap-oriented. It's it's the same vibe. Shit's easy to make, too. Yeah, exactly. It's, fucking, it's all open chords. The thing I'm, like, unsure about, I use a lot of samples mm-hmm. uh, from a lot of obscure sh- stuff I'm not saying that to sound pretentious it's just actually obscure like I dig deep into YouTube and find samples that people aren't all in the comments like oh check out my flip you know <laughs> yeah uh, but I you know there's copyright shit and I'm just like unsure if I should uh, 
do it. <laughs> risk that. I don't want to. Do, is that like a big problem? I thought if you alter it enough. No, that, yeah. So there's, it's kind of a very big gray area. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so there's ways you can get past it. Um, parodies. Um, altering it like that to where it's unrecognizable. Oh, so it has to be totally unrecognizable. Kind of, yeah. Um, the, but yeah, there's ways you can get past it. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. I might at some point, but... I don't know, man. The world is your oyster, bro. Is that true? Yeah, I think I think that's true. I've heard that. Yeah? Yeah. You know, if you crack open an oyster, the world's in there. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. Yeah, um... So... Shit's blinking. It's gonna die, brother. Just like us in 60 years. Or 100. I'm gonna live to infinity. You're gonna live to 121. I don't know why I said infinity, but yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. 121, baby. What's the... Okay, can you look this up? Jamie, look that up. What's the uh, oldest... Oldest man to ever live? Because I think women um, scientifically uh, live longer than men. I don't know why, but I feel like I've heard that. Let's see. The oldest verified man alive is Jeroman Kimura. 1897 to 2013 uh, How many years from Japan, and that was 116 years old. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to hold you to it. You're going to beat him because this is a contest. Life is a contest. I mean, outliving the people you love. I hope I can. Wait. <laughs> That's confusing. Oh, okay. The oldest known living man is Gustav Gemath of Germany, age 113. So right now, the oldest still living man is Gustav Gemath of Germany. There's actually, that reminds me, there was a guy who came in to, he came through my line at Safeway, and he said he was 94. Jesus. And um, after he left, my coworker, who's been there like 20 years, um... She was telling me how he came over from Germany and worked on the atom bomb. So he's part of Operation like, Paperclip? Like the, yeah, like he helped design the atom bomb. Fuck. That's fucking, in, dude, that whole thing. So like if people don't know this by now, I'd be surprised. But that whole Operation Paperclip and like even going as far as like NASA... Just, like, how many Nazi scientists we, like, brought over to America. I mean, the Operation Paperclip, it wasn't Nazis. They were, it was, like, Albert Einstein and shit like that. People who, Germans who were, like, fuck the German fucking Nazi party. Like, uh, let's help you destroy, destroy them before they destroy everybody else. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, after World War II, like, the whole NASA project, all Nazi scientists, brother. That's the scary thing. And, like, me and Lucas have talked about it before. I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but, like, so, have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? So, basically, uh, it's, like, a rendition of The Heart of Darkness, and it's about, like, a book that came out during, like, the ivory trade. And, basically, this guy is going to kill this, like, ivory baron. And uh, 
the symbolism in the book is like the guy is so evil. The, the Ivory Baron is so evil that he has like the heart of darkness. He's the most evil man in the whole world. So this dude's like traveling down the river to kill him. And basically the whole symbolic message is like the river is like turning this guy who's killing the guy who has the heart of darkness as evil as the guy he's trying to kill. So like once he kills him, he receives the heart of darkness because he's as evil as he is. And like the river made him that way. And so Apocalypse Now is set in Vietnam and they're like going after this rogue colonel who like, like escaped and went AWOL. And so I think it's uh, Martin Sheen is going down the river and like he's just like turning more and more like like desensitized and more evil. And then when he gets yeah. to the colonel and kills him, he receives the heart of darkness. So basically what I was telling Lucas the other day, I was like, if you think about it, after World War II, like America destroyed Nazi Germany, but we received a piece of their heart of darkness. So like all the weird like shit that we don't really know about is Nazi shit. Fucking NASA, that's Nazi shit. Like, we just we just took a piece of the heart of darkness and split it with Russia. That totally makes sense. Yeah, it's scary, dude. It's really, like, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories right now, but, like, it's some scary shit because... Isn't there, like, there's, like, scientific studies, like, um, <clears throat> from the Nazis, like, experimental shit they did, like, what point does blood boil and shit yeah. like that that we actually, like, we kept all that information? Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, we didn't want to do that, but they did it for us, and so we just kind of borrowed the... Yeah. We borrowed the, the information that they got, and a lot of those experiments happened with Mengele, Josef Mengele in Auschwitz, and, he, I mean, they call him the angel of death. The dude fucking single-handedly killed millions of people on his own um, just by doing... I mean, he said... This motherfucker said it was all for the name of science. No, this dude just was a cold-hearted killer that... You know, was yeah. an anti-Semite, a sadistic anti-Semite, and like it's just like I don't know if you've ever read any of that shit, but like it's fucking dark shit, dude. Like I was, because I've, I've been very curious. I just always, I don't know, I never have time for research shit. It, dude, it kind of puts you in an odd headspace. It's so dark that you can't even believe it actually happened. Like, yeah, there's it, a lot of shit like that from that time period. Yeah. It's it's sad, man. It's just a sad fucking like, thing. Like, was it um, the bitch of Buchenwald? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, like, would cut off tattoos of people and get gloves made out of their hide? It's so fucked up, that's dude. Just like, that's just, like, abysmal. Yeah, literally. It's, like, as bad Absolutely as Absolutely, just, like, it's... It's literally serial killer shit. Yeah, no, it's like, like that's, so, that's some dude, that's some Ed Gein shit. Like, yeah, fucking, no, for real. Yeah, like, oh my god. Like, it's funny you say that because Ed Gein was killing people during that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it like the twenties, forties? I thought Ed Gein got caught in the twenties or thirties. It's the forties, I think, or maybe thirties, thirties or forties. Hmm. Yeah, no, that it just makes you think. Like, they've proven that. You know, as a soldier, like soldiers out in the field, they, it's hard for soldiers to like actually believe that they killed somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. So like it, in a way it's like soldiers aren't psychopaths, but people like Yosef Mangala are. And like the Nazi party was just a fucking head governmental psychopath society, mm-hmm. like, which is fucking crazy that like they just wrangled up all the killers it's like having a government ran by serial killers. And, like, so it's like they were talking about how when soldiers go out in the field and they're, like, well, tasked. 
I think it's because they didn't see Jews as people. Right, but... So I'm sure they had... Okay, so like, this is probably a controversial thing to say, but I feel like the like those bad people um, who like just let that shit happen um, probably had morals, but because they didn't see Jews as people, the morals didn't apply to them. Right. Which is honestly, I mean, obviously that's fucked up, and I'm not trying to say no, that's no, not, no, but yeah, like, no. Like, I feel like they're just it was their morals that were fucked up, and like. But you you do have like the weird thing with Mangala where he didn't care. He didn't care if they were a Jew or if they were a German or whatever. Like oh, really? he was more obsessed with his work. Like as I mean, as a Nazi, just that word makes you go, "Oh, fucking bad people." Mm-hmm. And just like Yosef Mengele's story, the fact that like, yes, he was an anti-Semite, yes, he hated Jews, but the fact that his whole sole purpose was to figure out how to create the perfect Aryan race by doing tests on twins and shit like that, like, I'm pretty sure if you would have dropped anybody in that camp who was possibly a twin, he would just test on them either way, uh, because he was that, he was literally was just, he for was for himself, not, yeah, he was, yeah. he wanted to be remembered as the greatest scientist of all time or some shit, and it's like, no, dude, you're just a fucking terrible human being that needs to be shot. He went down in the history books, but not for anything good. <laughs> no, he didn't do anything good, nothing good, uh, just a terrible, terrible person. I don't even know how we got on that, just hard of darkness shit, but. I don't either. If, uh, I, I don't even want to talk about Mangala anymore. <laughs> I've read so much into him because I've been thinking about doing like a uh, script talking from his uh, assistant who was a Jew and he was a uh, what's a pathologist. So he was into like, like before the war, he was a Jewish pathologist and what they do is like dissect bodies and shit. Mm-hmm. And so basically Mangala like came out and was like, is there any pathologists here? And only, like, one or one person raised their hand and it was his servant. And his name was Miklos. And I wanted to write this, like, script based off of that, of what he had to go through and shit like that. But Dude, I've read a lot about Mangala and just, like, it's given me night terrors, dude. Like, some of the shit, like, that he did is just so bad. And, uh, I don't even want to talk about it right <laughs> But, yeah. Anyhow. Well, we're about to that point. Um, we're gonna close it out. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to plug either. <laughs> That's all good, man. I mean, my Instagram is basically what I use the most, so plug it, plug it, plug it, plug it. I mean, uh, you can follow my personal Instagram. It's Chimicum Rain. Um, How do you spell it? C i c h i m a C U M underscore rain. rain. Uh, and then my uh, my solo project Instagram is Fauna Music and it's just all one word. Um, so I mean I'm I haven't really been posting on that one very often, but like I said previously I will start doing that once we start promoting my album and shit, so uh, you can follow me on there and get a head start. So, hell yeah. That's all I got. Uh, remember, folks, uh, make sure you go to the True Sight Network YouTube and subscribe to that shit. Uh, you'll get skits and all, and music videos and all the podcasts on there. So, like I said, go ahead and type in True Sight Network onto YouTube. You'll find us. You'll, uh, you'll be amused. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> no, you will. I promise. Um, also, make sure you go and subscribe to our Patreon account. Um, check out all the all the tiers you can you can subscribe to. Get some cool shit: t-shirts, mugs, uh, promo codes, early access to pre-sales, um, things like that. Um, and don't forget, every week we do a True Sight Weekly Roundup on Spotify. Get all your favorite music that you may have not heard before. <laughs> It'll become your favorite. Yeah, music. yeah. So each person in True Sight picks five songs, and we uh, we put them on there in a playlist, and it's fucking cool, man. I, I get a lot of my music from there. Um, so anyhow, thanks for coming on, K Dot, my boy, Caden. Um, we'll have you on again. Uh, M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Hey, you, get off my cloud. You don't know me and you don't know my staff. Who be getting down when they come to a jam? Here I am, here I am, the method man. Patty cake, patty cake, hey, the method man. No need skip, be jip or beat your pan. Peanut butter, cause I'm not butter. In fact, I snap back like a...